I would have never expected three and a half years ago when we were here for the ordination of Bishop Peter that I would be back for this occasion. Just being in this beautiful cathedral reminds me of that day. Allow me to begin by offering heartfelt, heartfelt condolences, not only on my behalf, but on behalf of the bishops of our province who were here in such great number today. We offer those condolences, first of all, to Bishop Peter's parents who are joining us by live stream and to his family. We offer those condolences to the priests and faithful of the Diocese of Rapid City, and especially Bishop Peter's staff, who have lost a loving shepherd and a father. To Bishop Felton and the priests and faithful of the Diocese of Duluth, who were so proud of Bishop Peter as a son of their diocese. And indeed, to all who are mourning Bishop Peter's passing, but don't fit into any of those categories. We can offer our sympathy, brothers and sisters, because we too very much feel the pain of his loss. He was a wonderful brother to us bishops and organized our regional gatherings. It's no surprise that there would be so many bishops here today. We too loved him and respected him. I was so grateful for the words of remembrance that were shared last evening. I was particularly grateful to Bishop's brother, Paul, who, who offered insights into Bishop Peter's path to Rapid City. Not surprisingly, we learned, he was strategic, proactive, and able to implement a plan even at the age of three. <laughs> My suspicion is that Bishop Peter would have been a holy terror if he hadn't encountered an even better, more strategic planner, the God who loves us all and who has a plan for each of us. I suspect that that's what led Bishop Peter to St. John Vianney Seminary and then the American College in Leuven. I suspect that that's what motivated him, motivated him to develop his first-rate intellect. And surely that's what inspired him as he gave his life to the church, first as a deacon, then as a priest, and then as a bishop. Bishop Peter had a deep sense that he was part of God's plan. There was a confidence that came from that, but also a great humility. That's what made him such a magnificent pastor in Duluth and such a fine bishop here in the very short time that he had with you. He knew that he was invited by the Lord to share in his priesthood and to serve as Jesus himself had served. From the time of his ordination as a priest, almost 35 years ago, Bishop Peter shaped his life by the words from the Gospel of John that we heard proclaimed today in English, words that would become his Episcopal motto. Exemplum Dei Vobis. I have given you an example. I have given you a model. These words spoken by Jesus 
to Bishop Peter's predecessors as, a, as an apostle on the night of the Last Supper, after he had washed their feet, shaped Peter's life and ministry. He understood that the Lord was calling him, and indeed all of us, to that most humble act of washing feet, of pouring ourselves out in service to our brothers and sisters in imitation of Jesus. I'm so delighted that there's that beautiful image in your program today of the washing of the feet. Bishop Peter formally embraced that ministry of service when he was ordained a deacon, and it continued until he took his last breath. If you had a chance to pray at Bishop Peter's casket in these last two days, you may have noticed that he was vested not only with his Episcopal insignia, the, the mitre, the ring, and the cross, and also the priestly vesture of a chasuble, but also he was wearing a deacon's dalmatic. It's the garb of the foot washer, of the deacon who daily reminds the church that we are called to serve rather than to be served. Who look at those first deacons who served at the table and took care of the widows. It's the same dalmatic that Bishop Peter wore on the day of his consecration as a bishop. I know that Father Lee, who is here today, was one of the pallbearers this morning, was the, the priest that Bishop ordained uh, for this diocese. He was there at the ordination holding the book. He would have seen Bishop wearing that dalmatic. Those of you who were here in this cathedral when Bishop Peter was ordained will recall him speaking about his desire to serve, eloquently speaking of his desire to serve. Those of you who are from this local church of Rapid City know that Bishop Peter took that to heart. He threw himself into his ministry here, serving you with deep love and planting real roots here. I once read that it takes the average bishop between six and seven years to feel at home in a new diocese. For Bishop Peter, it was a matter of months, not years. He was quickly a father and brother to his priests, even when challenges would emerge. And he was amazed with how God had blessed him with just the right collaborators for his work, laity and religious as well. He loved learning about the Native American communities here, and more generally about the life of his sheep in southwestern South Dakota. I remember when he called to tell me that it seemed that God was showering undeserved blessings on him out of the blue in the form of a new chancellor and her religious sisters. Bishop Peter was thrilled for what that would mean for you, his flock, and he saw that as a sign of God's great favor. From his many years in deliverance ministry, he was a man of great discernment and recognized God's hand and the fluttering of the wings of the Holy Spirit in the most subtle of events. As he came to know you more, he wanted to serve you more, even in the midst of the medical challenges that would have prompted most of us to give up 
When I spoke with Bishop Peter the Thursday evening before he passed, he was still thinking about what he wanted to accomplish before the Lord would call him home, what he wanted to accomplish for this local church, never knowing that the Lord's plan would evolve in a matter of hours rather than weeks or months. He was spiritually wearing the Delmatic to the end, knowing of the plan of our loving God and having experienced your great love. When we gathered in this cathedral for his ordination, I, I spoke about how wonderful the Holy Spirit was in giving a bishop to this church with just the gifts that you needed. We celebrate today that that same Holy Spirit knew as well just what Bishop Peter would need, giving him in you a loving community that would support him to the end. As we gather today to celebrate God's goodness, we're prompted to consider how God calls each of us to live our lives as lives of service in different ways, but just as importantly. If we are going to follow Jesus, we have to follow him not only in the humble service of foot washing, but also to the cross. In the gospel that we heard proclaimed today, Jesus asks a question. Do you know what I have done for you? It's a question with which each of us needs to grapple. It's only by following Jesus's, by Jesus step by step, that we can really see what Jesus has done for us. Bishop Peter came to appreciate that what Jesus had done was to pour out his life completely for us. That feet washing was an anticipation of what Jesus would do for us on Calvary. And the faith and quiet joy that Bishop Peter exhibited even in his last days tells me that what that he wanted to imitate Jesus in Jesus's total gift as well. Trusting that the Lord who poured himself out in service for us would be there to welcome him when he took his last breath. We honor Bishop Peter, brothers and sisters, as we like him strive to imitate Jesus's humble service of our sisters and brothers. Like Bishop, we need to reflect on the example that Jesus has given to us and see in that example the love that enables us to give everything back to him. We heard last evening of Bishop's great love for the Blessed Mother under the titles of Our Lady of Perpetual Help and Our Lady of the Rosary. Our Lady was the first to understand the importance of giving ourselves completely to the God who loves us and who has a plan for us. We trust that she was with her son, Bishop Peter, at the time of his death, and that she will continue to bless this local church that he loved so deeply. May we, brothers and sisters, commit to following Jesus's example by taking up the mantle, or should I say dogmatic, of Bishop Peter. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.